This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. There is no doubt that the performing arts world was one of those hardest hit by the COVID-19 lockdowns. Not only the artists themselves, but those who support the industry, be they the crew members to runners to lighting designers, have also been hard hit. Just over a year since the lockdown, I check in with performer, choreographer, director and Fame Academy owner Vicky Freedom. She, together with her colleagues, have started Noah's Art to help fund those most affected. Vicky, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me on. Vicky, firstly, tell me a little bit about yourself and the art, the work that you do. Wow. Um, I uh, have done all sorts of things in the performing arts world. Um, I've, I've been lucky enough to kind of be in, in many different um, roles within the industry. I started performing at a very young age. Um, so I was dancing and singing and I attended something called Performing Arts Workshop, which was this amazing fame school um, that, that was around when I was young. And yeah, I just had so much inspiration and so much love for, for the stage and the performing arts. I went to study musical theater. I ended up, uh, you know, turning professional and uh, performing for about 15 years, mostly in major musicals, um, shows like Chicago and Hairspray, where I got to work with international directors and creative teams that came out. They come off the Broadway shows and the touring productions of these huge mega hit musicals. So such a privilege just to be involved and um, learning from people at that level. I was choreographed and um, then at one point in my career, a friend uh, and I were out of work and kind of went, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And Fame Academy was born. Uh, it's my musical theatre holiday workshops for kids um, in the, the school holidays. And I've been running that for about uh, 14 years, although I haven't ran Fame Academy over the last uh, year, of course, because of um, all the constraints with COVID. So I do many different things, corporate events. You know, I, I went into entertainment for, for, for corporates and, and, uh, you know, award shows and inbound tourists. <laughs> There's nothing I haven't done when it comes to, you know, this business. And I love wearing all these hats and I just love anything theater related. I love working with live performers um, you know, the choreography side, the directing side, and now my focus is really moving into producing commercial theatre, mostly for youth audiences. Let's hope this COVID goes away and the theatres will open and I can actually just put on a show that will just fill everybody with joy. So that's really, you know, I don't know how to cut, summarize such a long career in, in a few sentences. It's kind of impossible. I've done everything. <laughs> Uh, Vicky, having done everything, um, is the world of art and performing and theatre, is it as glamorous as those who consume it think it is? Some of it is. Um, some of it is wonderful. Some of it is, you know, your name in the newspaper or your, you know, a lot of it isn't. And there's very few people, especially in this country, that sort of get the you know, the accolades or the, the sort of the fame as, as we would know it or call it, you know, we, we don't really have that much of a celebrity culture. And so, you know, the glamour is this very tiny piece of it. It's not this, um, you know, it's, it's not all of it. It's not even nearly half of it. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of really learning many skills, you know, you know, 
becoming an expert in the skill that you have. For example, if you're a dancer, that is the 10,000 hours. That is, you don't become a dancer overnight. You just don't. Singers, hmm, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, they, they uh, audition for uh, idols and they just happen to have that, that voice. But, you know, I don't know how long a career lasts for somebody who just woke up one day and began to sing. These are, you know, this is a, a profession where you've really, the work has got to be put in if you want to get to a particular level. And there's so much that goes into it. There's so many constraints and limitations. Um, there were all these limitations before COVID. You know, it was a difficult, unstable industry before COVID. It was, um, you know, gig to gig. Uh, many people just go from job to job, you know, no contracts, a handshake. They rock up, they do the job, and they hopefully get paid. We we, was, we were facing a lot of um, challenges before lockdown and COVID hit. Yeah. So let's talk about what happened when COVID hit and also a little bit about Noah's art. Yeah. Um, so the whole thing with um, COVID is – I can't chat now – um the whole I'm sorry about that. Um the whole thing with COVID is that the exact thing that's being restricted is the um live the 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 being in person, being together, being part of that live audience, people that that gather together to ex to have a live experience of something on stage. So this you know, the the the, the stopping of crowds, the stopping of theaters. This has put live performers in a very difficult position because it's exactly what we need in order to put on a show, in order to tell a story, in order to do what we do. Um, and so what's happened is that things were closed. We, we were like anybody else. We were locked down and things were closed. But the problem now is that our industry has not actually properly reopened. There are little bits and pieces of things happening. But really... There are a lot, most, I would say most of the artists have not had any substantial work for over a year. And you don't know like anybody else, that's just, it's an impossible situation to be in. So we're finding that some of the artists have found other things that will sort of sustain them a little bit. They've uh, changed jobs. They've taken a different job. Um, they've sold cars. They've sold houses. They have moved in with relatives that will support them, unfortunately. Um, and uh, they are, yeah, mostly in a very, very difficult position. And then there are those who are just in a, I would say, an absolute state of, yeah, um, poverty, actual poverty. They are, they don't know how they will make ends meet, and they don't know how they're going to get to the end of the month. Um, and so in around, fe in about February, I was, chatting to colleagues and I just was hearing a lot of the, the difficulty and that depression starting to set in. And I kind of said to my, my group of girls, these wonderful, mostly Jewish women who I'm friends with, people who have um, also made wonderful careers in the performing arts. I, I just said to them, girls, we can't sit around and not do anything. We've got to do something. We can't just sit in our beautiful houses and, you know, be okay while other people aren't okay. And I, would, I just kind of thought we'd collect a couple of bags of Millie Meal. And this thing just snowballed. Um, when we put out a bit of a call, uh, the Angel Network was uh, one of the first to come to our rescue. And they are just incredible. And I don't know what we'd do without Glenn Wellman and her team. 
And um, yeah, together with them and SA Jewish Report, we got going and we raised an enormous amount of um, money on one of the web, uh, webinars that we were able to put into food vouchers and food parcels for, you know, um, communities of performing artists um, all over the country, Cape Town, Joburg, Durban, dancers, actors, singers, um, some technical crew that work on theatre and live events. Um, we've, yeah, we've helped a lot of traditional drummers and dancers to the very higher in sort of, uh, classical, classically trained ballet dancers. So really we've tried to do it across the board, try to get to as many people as we can. Um, it's a bottomless pit, um, to, to feed people because, you know, a voucher really goes a long way, but at the end of the month, you know, that it, it, they're back in the same position um, unless they've made a plan. So we need a lot of money, Cherise. What do we do? <laughs> what do we do? Vicky, just talk me through the, 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 you spoke about across the board. And I, I know, for example, that you helped the troops, the Shakespeare troupe from Johannesburg Awakening yes. Mines, which are homeless people. And I actually spoke to Loazia a few weeks back. And probably yeah, the most yeah. understated comment I've had on the show, I said, how has lockdown been for you? And he said, hard. Because these are literally people who live just off the street from hand to mouth and depend entirely on their, um, on their performances as do so many of you. Um, and, and, and I just wondered, um, you got to know the industry maybe in a way you hadn't thought of before. And, and maybe you could describe, is there coming together of the industry? I know there's a lot of politics about um, payments and we're not going to go yeah. there. What extent is the industry, do you all actually know each other? And to what extent has this been a, a way of bringing people together and a chance for more collaboration? Yes. It's exactly that. There the definitely is some light, you know, that comes through these difficult times. And we've connected with Jam, Janisburg Awakening Minds, as you said, and it has been wonderful. We were not really that aware of this group, this incredible group of actors brought together by Dorothy Ann Gould and, um, you know, trained in Shakespeare and performing arts. And this artwork, this art form has lifted them up out of their sort of situations and um, given them hope, given them joy, given other people joy, brought Shakespeare to schools. We've been so thrilled to have made contact with them. Um, and we've, uh, you know, sent them some, some soups that were donated and we've tried to get them some warm beanies and, you know, they're just all these wonderful, um, organizations, just too many to mention that have, you know, given, you know, donated and given up their, you know, whatever they have, um, Josie's for Josie and, um, Urban Sass has been behind it. You just, you get these wonderful people, Petro Foods. They've all, you know, come on board, helped and donated. And yes, we've really made contact with, so many people in the industry, um, and my friend and colleague, David Matanella, who is a, um, you know, uh, an award-winning choreographer. He, he was the co-choreographer for African Footprint. Many people will, will know him. He has just connected and broadened his network so widely throughout the country. He chats to fellow choreographers, to choir masters. Um, you know, we talk to, um, agents of actors. We have really reached out and there is such a joy in that. And I think that the industry really has come together. Like you say, besides for all the, the political stuff, which I also, I, I find, I'm so uncomfortable with and I had to find a way that I could help, um, in my own way rather than, you know, standing with a placard for something which I, you know, I know needs to be done by those who can do it. But, you know, 
I think also we realized as an industry that we need to gather. We need to come together in groups. We need to, um, we need to, to form organizations and, uh, you know, we, we need to collaborate, not just on the stage, but off the stage. Because when all of this happens, you know, nobody knows who to talk to because everybody's a freelancer. Everybody's just working this gig economy as themselves, as their own brand, as their own artist. And that's great. But we are, you know, we need, we need our sagas and our, um, our, our organizations that can speak up for us that can represent us and we need to support each other as an industry. So I think that has become, that has, is a realization that has come out of this um, situation and it's very positive. It's very, very positive. Yeah. And then I think my last question is you like, there, it is an endless, but there is donor fatigue. Um, yeah. How do you see Noah's art continuing and how can we help? Right. So we'd love it if there was absolutely no use for us at all. We would really love it and we could just go back to making entertainment. But um, I certainly think that we will, um, at the moment we're in the, in the phase of um, deploying some food vouchers um, and supporting a project in um, Alex that is a, a group of artists who have pivoted to a delivery business and we have got a little bit of funding, not enough, but a little bit to help them to repair their vehicle um, and to buy a few extra bicycles. And they are a little local delivery business called Izazi Kasi. So we are in the process of trying to get them off the ground that they can just move into the Waverley area, move into the surrounds, um, really be a, a great service for the community and be able to sustain um, the families that work um, at, uh, with Izazi Kasi. If anybody wants to help us with a bit more funding for that, that would be wonderful. If they want to donate to Noah's Art to um, put towards the um, staying open of the theater on the square. That would be wonderful because our theaters are in danger of closing. If they want to um, help with some donations for food vouchers, that is wonderful. You know, they can find us on Facebook. Um, it's Noah's Art. You'll find us um, on Facebook and we're on Instagram. Um, and on Instagram, we're Noah's Art underscore organization. You'll find us there. We'll put our, um, you know, you'll find our, uh, bank details, um, buy us a cup of coffee a month. I don't know. Put us on a debit order. Just buy us a cup of coffee a month and that money, you know, you would have spent on an extra coffee will go towards food vouchers and putting food in tummies. How can people help reach out? You know, um, if, if there's anything you feel you can help with, um, we collect food and, uh, you know, uh, vegetables and, uh, uh, things that are, are like, going off that will still be okay in a day or two, you know, it's the end of the vegetables, food into uh, communities. So anything that people think that they could assist with will be hugely um, helpful to us. Reach out. We'd love to chat to you. We'd love you to get involved. Um, and remember the performing arts. Remember artists and the performing artists. There's so much. <laughs> Therese, I could go on. But I won't. <laughs> Vicky, thank you so much for joining me and I uh, wish you luck. And, and as you say, please God, there'll be opportunity for us to come and watch theatre uh, and enjoy it and get that live entertainment because it's good for our soul as much as it is for everything else. Um, it really is. Thank you was, so much for having us on.
It's a pleasure. That was Vicky Friedman. She is a performer, choreographer, director, and Fame Academy owner.